Okay, you're watching and listening to the Fat Within Film Club, and I'm assuming I'm Zan Azli. I'm Shelly Bustan. As usual, every week we review a local movie and uh, we talk about it. And this week, we were invited to the premiere Rise. of uh, Rise. Uh, Kalila. Let's watch, see if it's a good movie or just an opportunistic movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, got some stories to tell. Got some stories to tell. Okay, so we have already gone to watch. We were invited to the premiere of uh, Rise, War right? Widow. Ini War Kalila, uh, Ini Kalila, uh, which is a a film that is supposed to be inspired by true historic events. It says of the May ninth election when uh, so one historic event Barisan National uh, lost after sixty one years in power. Um, before we talk about the film, we're gonna talk about the organization and organizing the organize the We're gonna talk the about how we organization. Yes, so we were invited. It was supposed to be there at six o'clock, six thirty, because the event starts at seven and then there's like speeches and guests, uh, and all that. And and, and then the and then the show starts at nine. Uh, and when we got there, uh, there was a mix up, they couldn't find uh, There was no mix up. They they couldn't find our name uh, on the She list. barely looked. Yeah, basically. So we were, we were pushed around and around and around from one booth to another, from the KOLs to the guests to the media list, and then they just said, oh, cannot find our name. Oh, and then the yeah. on the guest list, they kept insisting that we have won our tickets. We didn't win. And we were like, no, anything. we you were guys invited. Called us to we come. didn't even, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so we went to the media booth, right? And the girl was like, what? What's your name? What? You're from where? Oh, no, you're not on the list. And she didn't even look at her yeah. list, okay? So. All of this run around, and then we end up going back to the media registration, and and they make us show our email, right? That shows that we're invited. We're supposed to tell them who invited us. Ah, and then we, they, this guy with the name of Ivan, person, and yeah. And we, well, they, they said they called lah. Yeah, they said they called, and they're like, "Oh, you're on the media list." So we went back to the media counter, and we're like, "Look, we're on the media list, uh, apparently." And she's like, "Oh, what is it again?" Oh, I see. And then she takes us off the list, and she's like. Uh, you're just here to watch the film, right? Do you need to like cover, cover anything? anything? And we're like, uh, no, no, we'll watch we'll the film. Watch then we're gonna review it. Yeah. And she's like, mm, okay. okay and she in. doesn't give us a media pass. Zan had to ask for a press release, and then they said, okay, just go in, right? Yeah. So so we try to go in. We try to go in with our tickets, the and they're like, they said, no, cannot, cannot go in, cannot no, go in, cannot, cannot, no, 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 no. They told us to and go in. And they're like, no, we're invited. We, we're, and they're like, no. And then, so we go back there and they say, oh, maybe it's because you don't have a media pass. So they give us a media pass. Which they had on the table all along. The media pass. And they, they are Still like, don't, don't we have no long. information on this. Go back to the counter. Yeah. So we got one of the people right. at the counter to come. Bring us in. If she can go in. And she also couldn't get us she in. She also huh? couldn't get us in. Round, 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 round. And then finally we got in. Yeah. So it was a bad The takeaway from la. it is this, okay? That was not the case though for all their KOLs, alright? Their KOLs had like special different tickets and they got like a whole like uh, a gimmick that they got to do because they put in their ticket stuff into the lucky draw thing and they basically had two tiers of guests, right? 
And because we looked so unassuming, because Zan and I don't dress up for events. Well, okay, he put on a shirt lah, right? But Zan's standard, that's like dressing up already, okay? Y'all lame lucky, you are long pants somewhere, okay, fuckers? And like, they just basically, because they didn't recognize who we were, they treated us like dirt. Alright, and we, later on, we found out because, you know, we have other friends who are also there, who are also in the media, a lot of friends. on the media list, and they were also, same lah, also treated like dirt. Couldn't get into the thing, and then some of them who are actually covering this bloody event for their their publications, ah, were told, ah, you just stand like at the side, at the side there, only lah. In their press release, it says that they invited one thousand six hundred people. It's supposed to be like the biggest um world, whatever lah. Like okay, supposedly very big deal, lah, right? My my problem with this is if you're going to invite so many people. You should treat us all equally, especially when it's for a film that's supposed to be talking about new Malaysia, you want to talk about equality, whatever, right? But you're still doing the same damn elitist bullshit. So, what the fuck, man? And also, if you're gonna run an event and you don't know how to treat all of your guests with respect, like basic amount of respect, and you're acting like you're doing us a favor when you invited us to come for your premiere, then don't bother lah. Seriously, keep it closed. You want to be elitist, go all the way, keep it a closed event and only invite people that you feel are relevant to your cause, okay? Don't invite everybody and then like have your staff treat us like dirt. And if this just had just happened to just us, I would probably be less angry but the fact that it happened to a lot of other people also, that kind of shows that you really like have no respect for people and you have no respect for the people that you invited. We didn't even... We would have happily gone when it premiered and paid for our tickets like we always do on the Fabian Film Club, okay? You invited us to come and you still treated us like that. Just like how you invited other members of the media to come and you treated them like that too because they are not KOLs. So shame on you. The thing is KOLs, so I didn't recognize 99% of them. Yeah, but apparently <laughs> those are the important people. Ah. Uh, anyway, anyway uh, so that was it. Uh, we've got some footage also. So that soured us yeah. a little bit from mm. from the thing. And then, uh, so it, it was like two hours later that we watched the film, alright? Mm. So getting to it, we watched the film. Yeah. It's about May 9th. Wait, the, the, the event also, uh, they invited like several ministers yeah. uh, and, and members of parliament. Um, full disclosure, I voted for these people, right? Uh, but it felt like this event was just trying to, like you were saying, like, trying to uh, ampu them. Like. You know? So nothing has changed. Yeah. <laughs> and um, also like they have this lucky draw thing, right? Uh, and like I mentioned before, only some of the members of the, the people that were invited got to participate in the lucky draw. And those were already the people who were involved in the film. So one of the guys who actually won one of their prizes was uh, part of their cast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we are not alone in feeling this. Uh, a lot of the members of the media felt sidelined. Uh, we didn't appreciate it. None of us appreciated it. Um, we don't mind. It's not that we don't mind, lah. But we, I think, after many many years, we've been accustomed to all this nepotism and to all these kind of events, sort of sidelining the mass and focusing on the elites and the people who matter, VIPs, right? But Kononia release of New Malaysia, release of a film that is commemorating New Malaysia, we thought. Maybe, maybe it will be different lah. 
Apparently not, guys. New Malaysia, same old story. I, I understand if they, yeah, an event like this, they want to invite the influential people because they want the word to yeah, spread, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, but hey, you invited us, didn't you? There's you didn't nothing ask to wrong. come. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with inviting yeah. your influential yeah. people and your ministers and whatever. Treat everybody that you invite properly. Lah. Yeah, be, right? if you're yeah. going to claim to be inclusive, actually be inclusive. Yeah. Don't bring in the old ideals that you were like shunning anyway. And then try to act like you guys are the new progressive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so the film, right? The film. We watch so the film. then eventually uh, we watch the yeah. film. It's called Rise in Ikalila, directed by three directors. Uh, and all three directors are my friends on Facebook. Uh, so Tiong Hin directed one story. Nick Ami uh, directed one story. Uh, and uh, Prem, Prem Nath. Nath directed one story. Prem's on my Facebook. He's my Facebook friend. Hey, Prem. hey uh, one or it's like two, two, two? Because there's no, six one, one, people. One. One, one, one. Uh, so, 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 if you see the story, right? Uh, Tiong Hin directed the story about the police. Uh, Nick Ami directed the story about the girl from London who was coming back and she had to carry all the postal votes okay. back. And then uh, Prem directed the story about Sangeeta, the, the Indian school teacher whose oh, father right. is an a, a, a election officer. Oh, so it's three stories. Yeah, so there are three stories. But in, all these stories... No? Ah, uh, okay lah. Yeah, and they were all intercut. Uh, and at the end of the film, they all come together. These characters all collide. Because like. at first, yeah. it's supposed to be about six people. That's what they're... The press release says mm. it's about perspectives of six different Malaysians. Mm. So you've got, uh, as he's mentioned, the police officer, Remy Ishak. Who's played by Remy Ishak. Who's yeah. played by Remy Ishak. Uh, then you've got uh, the, girl, the girl who's living in London, uh, who brings back the postal votes. Yeah. Then you've got uh, uh, Sangeeta, Sangeeta's character, who... Um, is a school teacher and then becomes a pacha volunteer. Yeah. Who's also in love with a Chinese Malaysian ah, who works so in then, Singapore. Yeah, so then you've yeah, got that's the part of story Malaysian la. Chinese who, who ah, works in Singapore. Yeah, then you've got a, a Indian uh, businessman who yes. helps get uh, supplies migrant workers yeah, to, that's right. to factories and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And then you've got uh, Mark Odea who's playing a reporter who's just come from London. Uh, who is paired up with a fixer, uh, a local played by Soam Jen. Yeah. But yeah, so she? Jen, is she famous? Yeah, she's a KOL. So Soam Jen plays a Sabahan in ba, this. But she's not really a Sabahan. The, it's not is she really, really a Sabahan? No, she's not, I think. Mm, I don't yeah. know, I'm not sure. I, I have to fact check that. Fact check that. Which is okay. To I, me, that's yeah, not so much supposedly of a it centers around these six Malaysians. La. Yeah. Uh, I mean these sex people and then their stories are interconnected. Yeah. I didn't realize that it was only like a one-one-one story mm. thing. And we carry on, yeah. So it's uh, so three the, different directors. The story of these people during the the day of the elections, ah, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and uh, it shows the uh, like the police, for example, played by Remy Isha. He has a partner played by another guy. I don't know his name. What's his name? No idea. Yeah. Uh, and there are two police police officers who, uh, I guess, struggle to come to terms with uh, corruption and no corruption and all that and what they are supposed to do because people on top tell them, order them to do leading things. Up to that, yeah, election. Leading up to yeah. the elections. Um, uh, my favourite leading man of all time in Malaysia, Azman Hassan, played a side character. He's quite upset, he's a leading man, right? Uh, uh, he plays one of those corrupt people who, uh, you know, tears down like campaign posters and all that lah. Uh, and he Gives bribes the money. yeah bribes people and all that. Uh, then then the 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 Nick Ami story is the girl who is in London who was trying to get a job there, but her sister her sister is getting married in Malaysia and she's in a dilemma whether she wants to 
come back, come back or accept the job but suddenly she's forced to come back because everybody wants her to bring back their postal votes yeah. uh, and then of course the, the, the Indian the Indian guy you say who, who supplies migrant workers to factories and all that and he has a conflict too because he's forced to do certain things that he doesn't want to do yet he's also quite ethical he tries to protect his migrant workers yeah uh, and then there's Sangeeta the actress who is a uh, wait her character's name is Sangeeta Shanti uh, and she's a teacher uh, whose father is a uh, SPR officer but also the principal of the school yeah and also principal of the school and she is a she's a pacha and she's ob he observes the same polling station a po polling center where her father is the officer yeah yeah so there's conflict there la. Uh, and it's supposed to be a, a story about uh, the change in government and the euphoria that everybody felt because finally and the tensions changed. that led up to it yeah. as well so the problems that we the pre-existing problems that we had uh, and then uh, leading up to yeah, okay. Hold Never mind. Door. Wait, Kaka will open the door. Kaka, open the door. Kaka, open the door. Yeah, so it was about the tensions that led up to the elections. And then it talks about the people who sort of contributed either to make it better or worse. Ah. Yep. Um, but mostly, obviously, the overriding theme of it was the amount of hope that the Malaysians had and how we achieve that victory yeah yeah so um i didn't like the film uh it was very sappy it was uh, too simple too simplistic uh it didn't address any issues uh, it it just it felt to me like a very opportunistic film that was trying to uh capture a certain feeling in uh in the rakyat lah, uh, because of the change and they tried to make this film as fast as possible they even mentioned that this was done in a very fast time production was done really fast because it kind of shows that they wanted to catch that audience uh, uh, that, that, that feeling uh, it, uh, I, I just felt it was too sappy and too simplistic in its view uh, and like I, I don't know if, if you want to catch that audience then I'm guessing you're going to get that 50% of the people who voted for Pakatan Harapan lah, and the other 50% you're not going to get anybody to watch lah, because the other, the other 50% didn't vote for Pakatan Harapan yeah. That's what I feel. Anything you wanna? <laughs> well, uh, not really. I think that even the fifty percent that did vote for Pakatan Harapa might have problems with this film. Yeah, sure, like us. <laughs> yeah. So the narratives, for example, right? It was such a you could see that there were really real narratives, really real problems that were being showcased. I wouldn't say addressed, because mm. they, I didn't feel like that was what it was. the film was meant to do. Mm. They were just trying to show a diverse of issues that were already pre-existing in the country before May 9th. Uh, Remy Shakswan, we both agree the police uh, story was very, very uh, powerful because it is a real problem and it is a real uh, issue la, that um, policemen are underpaid and they are forced to, not forced to, la, but they have to live these sort of slightly simplistic lives and money is a problem um, and thus sometimes they you know, resort to corruption, corruption to provide for their families uh, however, there were narratives I felt that were not 
very convincing and kind of redundant like the story about the girl who was living abroad because her character was so stale from the very beginning her, her problems are very first world and they are not really problems are like her issue mainly her conflict was the fact that she had already been offered a job because she wants to move to London to work so she was offered a job and they are willing to sort of process her work visa but now she doesn't know whether she wants to come home for her sister's wedding because she feels that coming home would mean uh, rejecting, rejecting the job, the job yeah. to me that was sort of ridiculous because if they really wanted to employ you could you not then have spoken to these people and told them that you know and also because it was election time right so like couldn't you not have told them that you wanted to come back she wasn't registered to vote yeah she wasn't registered to vote but yeah. also it was her sister's wedding yeah so couldn't you have said can i start later you know negotiate your terms ah, like a proper grown-up professional so and she very clearly like said like she doesn't care she doesn't feel like this is going to make a difference she only actually offered to bring her housemates vote back and even when everybody else like started bringing the votes to her house and stuff right she started getting very angry because she's like i didn't uh, offer to to bring back everybody's thing but then suddenly she comes back to malaysia and she's like volunteering to bring the votes to like I hit them like out of her way and everything suddenly Supposedly she became, like, she's so like aware. changed and revolutionized mm -hmm. But you don't see any of that really. Like, what compels her to do it? Actually, no motivation. Nothing. There was no motivation, and and like, what was the the issue that she was facing? Nothing. It really felt like they wanted to showcase the aspect of the people who were bringing back the postal votes, mm. and um, they just used that her. Yeah. And it was weak, and it was um, it was weak la. It was weak. I can't even say it was surface. But it was just very redundant. Yeah. Not the postal votes, but her story the, the and her sto character. The story, in the, yeah. Because, um, uh, yeah, because? Uh, like the two stories you mentioned, I know you're going to go on to the next story after that, right? I wasn't actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, but like, like, for example, the police story, mm. there was no. The issue that they had, they, the, the conflict that they dealt with in the story was I'm a policeman. Should I be? Should I do a bad thing or should I not do a bad thing? Even though it's ordered for me, uh, ordered, you know, it's it's ordered from above. And do I accept? I, I live a hard life, so do I accept corrupted corrupt, corruption? Do I take money, bribes, or do I not? Uh, and in in the film, the story was so simplistic as to say that hey, just do the right thing. But it's not as simple as that. They are they don't get paid enough. So do, do they have a choice? And they really showcase how his family was yeah, suffering because suffering. of that, you know? Yeah, but then, then why ignore the fact that, hey, the issue here is not about corruption. The issue here is they are not getting paid enough to survive. So it, to me, it felt simplistic. Just like how do you explain the story of the girl in London? You know, it's, it's just so... Redundant. Yeah. So redundant. You know? So it doesn't... Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah. also... They bring up all of these issues, right? Um, through the, all of these narratives of all these these people, and s they make it seem like May 9th solved all of Everything. these problems. Yeah. So like after May 9th, Remy Isha is no longer poor. Policemen uh, are getting paid. Yay! Okay, can support their families uh, really now. And it's like yeah. well, interrelation, inter interracial, interracial marriage relationships are okay. No problem. Yeah, everything's great. It's like a magic card like that. Look, it's been like more than a hundred days. Uh, many things have gone down many many things have gone down yesterday itself as this film was premiering 
earlier that day something had gone down. We all know that the change of government government might have solved some problems. Uh, Most as, problems. As we've mentioned before. Mm. Uh, within our, our own discussions, yeah. it might have solved some problems. Most I wouldn't problems say, in the manifesto. I wouldn't say most problems, lah. Right? No, I, I mean, really if don't you look feel... at the list of the manifesto, lah. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Right, but it has also brought up a lot of new ones mm. that have not been addressed. Existing like, problems existing that are not going to be addressed. That also. were under the surface that have now come up that have not been addressed and will probably never be addressed and the ones that have been pressured to address them also have basically given very passive, very non-committal statements saying that, you know what, there's nothing we can do, we just have to review this That's not true though! It's not true that there is nothing you can do You are the policy makers that we voted in so that we could do something The point of this whole new government was the fact that we could incite change and that we were supposed to work together to sort of create a better Malaysia not so that you can do what the old government has done and instead of ignore us outright you just say oh, yalla this is happening ah, but there's nothing we can do that was not the point of it so sorry to say but the, the show showing, showing us that you know oh May 9th solved all of these problems is kind of bullshit it's yeah. been more than 100 days it did not solve all of these problems. True, I'll give it to you, it solved some of the problems, especially the more higher profile problems, but it does not and did not solve all of the problems and it should not be shown as some kind of huge victory where like now, everything is great here because yeah. that is not true. Yeah. And it's very um, pandering in a way for people to... Pandering and apple polishing. And apple polishing to make it seem that way. Also, I thought one of the things we really didn't like about old Malaysia is the fact that there was so much propaganda that always and content that always pandered to the government. And this, this is just is one. kind of like that. the same thing. Yeah. Except that it exists now in new Malaysia and we're seeing new kinds of mediums of pandering this is not the first thing I've seen that has been new government propaganda alright? a lot already lah uh, there are so much mm. already some people have really like sort of aligned themselves with the new government and taken steps to ensure that they will curry their favour mm. which supposedly I was told is not what new Malaysia is supposed to be about yeah. but this film is basically another one of that blown up into many many proportions like, like, uh, like, you see these people. One, one question that I have is all these stories that they address, right? Would they have made a film like this? Would they have addressed and brought forward these issues before the elections? Would they have spoken about, uh, would they have made a mainstream movie and tried to release it in the cinemas about phantom voters? About uh, people carrying in boxes. About Bursi, uh, About Bursi, yeah. You know, uh, about, about corruption that police are taking money like this. You know, would they have done it before the elections? Yeah. Now you can lah! But would you have taken that fight on before the elections? If the answer is no, that means you're pandering. That means you're pandering lah! And also, you know? the film was such a slap-in-your-face kind of pandering because they used actual footage 
Yeah. Despite the fact that they keep repeating uh, that it's supposed to be a fictional film, it might have their logos also. Ah, they change the logos ah, of like the, the logos, parties and all they that. They change the candidates to make it fictional. And yet they use actual footage and they use like actual actual uh, news footage, news right? footage yeah. of campaigns stills, uh. Uh, to show the fight and to build up the emotion within you, a Malaysian la. Alah, but the title itself already ini kali la. Yeah. It's already a yeah. So a it's like already. if you 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 could either have done it. One way or the other, you wanted to make it a fictional film, over dramatize it based on actual events. Sure, then stick to your narrative and do that. Don't insert in actual footage within the film itself. The credits one are lepas, okay, because people have done that when it comes to a based on a true event story. Yeah. But to put actual footage itself within the film itself, that one is it's obvious. Really. Come on, so obvious. Uh. Yeah, yeah. stupid rendering. I mean. Given the fact that this production company, Web Asia TV, right? Web TV Asia. TV, yeah. TV yeah. Web Asia. Yeah. Web TV. They did produce a lot of Namie's films, which one of them has been banned and it has been controversial. But it's only only Namie's films. And those, you know, and uh, they did deal a lot of, uh, about racism and all that, you know. Uh, that was actually the other point I was going mm, to bring up. Mm. Uh, one of the things that we keep talking about in New Malaysia. May uh, 9th, so on and so forth, is the fact that we do not go by race anymore. We're all Malaysian. Ah, yes, okay, okay, okay. yeah. I'm glad that you brought and that up. And yet, and yet what happened? What happened then? Everything is so racial. And uh, it's still the same Melayu, China, India yeah. racial trope. Huh? You see, you see, it's not even an original, like, oh, mixed people trope, Sabah. Where are your Sarawakians? Where are your Sabahans? Where are your indigenous people? Where are your 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 Sarani flirts? If they really want to make it, yeah. Salah. If it's really about Malaysians, where are the minority Malaysians that are not represented? Zan and I, our racial group itself, the 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 mixed marriage kids are not represented, and we are also Malaysian. But no, on the screen you still see Melayu, China, India, and your token Sabahan. No, oh, and then a token white guy. Yeah. Not only that, uh, the way they try to make the film also is so trying so hard. One Indian director, one Chinese director, one Malay director. What? Can't you make one film which is not based on any racial group and just be Malaysian? Humans. Yeah, yeah. Feature humans and just be Malaysian. And their story. What was that show? The one, the, 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 the Journey, right? Yes. The Journey was a Chinese show. Mandarin. Yet, it broke the box office. A lot of Malaysians watched it. It didn't matter if you were Indian, Chinese, or Malay. It, 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 what? Because it was about the narrative. Yeah, it was not about the race. race or the it's language. It's not about the race. Yeah, that is the real Malaysian film, I would think. You know? Yeah. Uh, uh, and there have been examples of films like that, which, you know, very few. There are never few really examples. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to work so hard to have, to, to oh, go Malay, go Chinese, go Indian, hey, Muhiba. You know, just do a good story. That look, that trope is old. Yeah. It is tiring. We've seen through it many, many times already. And it is not, it's inexcusable when all we talked about leading up to May 9th was the fact that we are all Malaysians. That regardless of our race, regardless of our uh, anything, we were all Malaysians, regardless of the language that we spoke, we were all Malaysians. But here you are, creating a film that is supposed to be for Malaysians. You write it there as so dedicated to all Malaysians, and you're still segregating us in that same tired trope. Melayu, China, India, line, line. Yeah. Fair like that. Come on. I really did though kind of appreciate the fact that they incorporated the different languages. 
I like that they didn't just use oh, yeah, English okay. to blanket us off and yeah, you know so they they, they, they brought in the Tamil yeah, narratives, they, they brought the in Mandarin, the Chinese narratives the Cantonese, and the, the Cantonese, the Malay, the, yeah. the Manglish, all of it was was, that was yeah that, that kind the of the language bit though I la. really love. Yeah, it I love quite naturally. That. that felt natural and mm. that felt Malaysian, you know. It was the only thing lah. <laughs> but the race thing though I did not appreciate. That mm. was and also the fact that they kind of um humanized the migrant workers that work here. Um not in the polling center but when they were the talking about yeah, yeah in the workers factories, la, basically. And they were talking about how the workers are mistreated but also how the workers are also here to provide for their families and they appreciate the kindness that we gave them. I I really felt that because it is true that migrant workers who come here tend to be mistreated, even the refugees who come here tend to be mistreated. Yeah. And uh, that particular angle of it, I, I really appreciated. Mm. The tired trope of the Melayu China India, even during the event itself by the way, when they were doing their red carpet, right? They brought them up in, in Malayu, China, India. First China come up first, groups. the Chinese no, no. come up first. Then it was the always one Malay, one Chinese, one Indian. One Malay, one Chinese, one Indian. Uh, for, for most of it, lah. Yeah, 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 for most right. of okay, it. Okay. Yeah. There, were, there were certain parts where is, it was yeah. just the Indian stars. Uh. Then after that, there was just the Chinese stars. And then, That was uh, when it got like the bigger names already. Uh. Yeah. And then you spoke to the Chinese in Mandarin. Spoke to the Malay in Malay. Spoke to the, Tamil, the Indians in Tamil. Which I thought, ah, come on, ah. <laughs> They were trying, <laughs> trying too so hard, hard to be muhiba. To be muhiba. And you, and it, it ends up being muhiba. We're tired of muhiba. muhiba. We're yeah. tired of it. We're tired of you trying to shove it in our faces. Yeah. On a daily basis already, we all live very muhiba lives. And we don't want to see these kind of narratives. We want to see real narratives, you know, of us really actually being just being human. Why do you still want to emphasize the race card? I thought we don't play race card anymore. Mm. I thought we all just play Malaysian cards now. But no, you're still playing race card in New Malaysia and it's not acceptable, especially in a film that you keep pushing as a Malaysian film for all Malaysians. Okay? Yeah. No. Just no. There is no excuse for it and it's not acceptable. Okay. So, do you think people should go watch this film or not? I don't know. I t- I I mean, there are some very, very horrible films that I've watched and I would just tell people outright, don't go and watch those films. Yeah. But for something like this, right, um, I want to say don't watch it, but I also don't want to stop people from watching it and then thinking. Yeah. You know, so it's up I, to you. It's really up to you. Yeah. You should really go see it for yourself. Mm. Um, obviously, uh, our opinions are, are just our own. And sure, they might be shared by some of the people that we've already spoken to, so on and so forth. Mm. But you know, that's exactly what we don't want, right? We don't want you as Malaysians to have opinions forced upon you. So I would say, yeah, go watch the film. Make, make deductions on yourself. Let, let, let yourself. us know what you think. <laughs> Comment below or send us emails at, you know, fatbidin at gmail.com. Subscribe to all our, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on all our, our social media platforms at fatbidin. Go to fatbidin.com to get everything of, you know, everything, right? And uh, yeah, you can, that's it lah. Uh, if you don't know who we are and you just like Google like people who do film reviews and whatever, don't invite us to your premiers lah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just uh it's not a diva thing, it's just that it's it's kind of a human thing. 
I don't, I don't, I could have, you know that yesterday was a weekday, okay? And as a mother, right, I spent a lot of time with my kids and I tried to balance out my work and my kids. So for me to take a weeknight off to go to, for a work thing, right, it has to be worth my time lah. So I don't need to go out and be treated like that, like I'm a nobody. Because I'm very clear that I'm not a key opinion leader and I don't have like hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram and my Facebook profile is not public and I don't have a public page or whatever. But you know, if I'm going to go to an event, I want to at least be treated like a human being, you know, and not like I'm being done a favor to go and attend some event and to go and review this film. This is work. It's still work and it's still taking time out of our schedules and effort for us to go there and do it, okay? It's not that we're doing you a favour, it's a professional engagement. So act professionally or don't invite us at all. Because we just don't appreciate treatment like that. Yeah. So you've been watching and listening to the Fat Billion Film Club. I'm assuming I'm Zan Nazli. And I'm a very agitated Shell Abustawan. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, all together!